0: Every week, we bring you perspectives, business advice, and more from the leading executives, entrepreneurs, and investors who are building, diversifying, and leading the way in the country's fastest-growing metro markets. Real leaders, real insights, right now. I'm joined today by Craig Armstrong, the managing partner of the Miami office of Hancock Askew & Company. Craig, thank you very much for being here today.
1: Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: You work with high net worth foreign families as well as U.S. individuals and families. You work with Fortune 500 companies and middle market companies. What are the different challenges you see in the needs of those segments, and how do you creatively approach them?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. You know, we have a, a challenge, really, I would say it starts with uh, somewhat a generational challenge. Uh, if you look at kind of the demographics, if you will, of whether it's uh, high network families or those even in in you know corporate type environments, uh, you have generational gaps, if you will, with respect to uh, just the approach to today's work environment. So you have maybe an older generation who is uh, more accustomed to hunkering down and sitting behind a computer and and cranking out work, and then you have younger generations that really operate more with a lot of stimulation in their lives with respect to social media and other environments, and so. It's somewhat navigating the expectations and helping to bridge those gaps so that really uh, they can communicate better. And I think ultimately, when we look at providing our clients solutions and working in that environment, it generally starts with are they having good, effective communication? And so, in a lot of respects, I feel like we've become uh, somewhat mediators to that extent, but it requires us really to keep our pulse on technological innovations that are happening, um, you know generational anxieties that are happening. Uh, As a father of two, you know, the social media environment, Uh, as a parent, you might see it as a dangerous place to be sometimes, but the reality is, is that our children are growing up in in an environment and they're becoming young professionals with uh, a real different approach to how they uh, solve problems and how they work every day.
0: Considering the labor shortages, if you were to talk to a high school student, the accountants of tomorrow, about the profession, how would you engage that student?
1: Well, it starts with uh, dispelling the myth that accountants are boring. I don't know if most people know this, but actually Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones started off studying accounting. So there is something I think fundamental in accountants that is fun and creative. Um, What I would tell high school students is, you know, in the past it had been, if you're good at math and you're interested in business, go into accounting. I honestly can't remember the last time I did math in accounting because we have uh, artificial intelligence, software applications, everything that does the math for you. The real issue is how do you translate the math component into something that your client can understand? So really, we've become more of a, of a connection or, or a people, you know service-driven industry. So what I would tell high school students in this environment is... Good at math doesn't mean good accounting. Good at people skills, you know, uh, open to new opportunities and really being able to, to work with others in terms of critical thinking and problem solving. That's what makes a great accountant.
0: And what might be your reaction if someone said that accounting does not require creative thinking?
1: Well, it could be farther from the truth. Uh, really, what we're, you know, and this is something that we've experienced uh, within Hancock Ask You is we really believe that if we're providing an environment for our employees to develop their whole self, not just their, their business acumen or just not their sharpness around the numbers or being able to deliver a product, but if they're truly out developing their intellectual capital bank that reflects what their interests are that's where you know true creative problem solving comes in that's where being creative and being able to take life applications and translate them into the business world and so that's something that we encourage here we want people to get involved not only in their community but things that are passionate about them and to read and go to you know go travel go do seminars do the things that are going to give a much broader perspective on just life in general, because that's what really is going to enable the accountant to work with their clients and filter what needs to be known and being able to have some element of social EQ, if you will, with your clients and being able to navigate them through you know situations that might be complicated uh, or overwhelming or in some cases even causing anxiety for them.
0: Our main themes for this season of Invest Insights is creativity. Adobe's State of Create 2016 report found that respondents believe corporate investments in creativity increase employee productivity, which was 78% of the company surveyed, and happiness, 76% of the companies, foster innovation, 83%, and improve financial performance, 73%. How can a company best invest in creativity?
1: It starts with really being a good I think active listener uh, with your employees and, and 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 customers or clients for that matter you know here at Hancock ask you as an example, we've implemented something called community groups. so once a week we have a breakout of small community groups no more than four people with a particular topic. And, you know, we spend 15, 20 minutes just giving people an opportunity to share what their perspective is about that particular topic. And it could be a topic that relates to maybe a fundamental that we have. So, for example, this week, our fundamental in the firm is assume positive intent. And we'll spend 15 or 20 minutes as a group of four talking about, you know, how that uh, alleviates people getting defensive, as an example, and open up maybe better communication. So that's one way that we're trying to enhance, let's say, the creativity and the happiness and content uh, elements of of our employees. Um, And then the other thing is, is we have something called a client experience advocate, or we refer to it as a CXA. This is somebody that is a client advocate, meaning they're the eyes and ears of the client for the work product that's in the firm. And we're finding that our clients are very satisfied knowing that they have somebody there that's keeping a watchful eye on their work and the people who are working on it. And it opens up just again, better communicative kind of nature or or relationship between us and our clients, but also our clients and our staff and then employer and employee.
0: To round out our discussion today on creativity, what role does creativity play in remaining competitive in today's landscape?
1: I think creativity is the key to adaptability. If you're not willing to adapt and to maybe even enter into space that makes you uncomfortable, then I think you're going to get left behind. Accountants in the past have, uh, and probably deservedly so, uh, a view uh, of maybe more conservative in terms of taking risk. But the reality is the demands on the CPAs and, and just people in general it can be overwhelming it can be daunting but if you're unwilling to travel into some of these you know new spaces then you're going to get left behind and just one quick example is cryptocurrency you know CPAs initially have a, a reaction of i don't want to get involved in cryptocurrencies i don't understand them it's a young person's game but the reality is our clients are in it and we've had to re- embrace it work with it, learn it. And you know what? It's been a lot of fun doing it. And so it's getting comfortable, you know, being out of our comfort zone or uh, entering into this kind of unknown and being able to navigate through it.
0: Does it give you confidence that the president recently announced that uh, he intends to have cryptocurrencies regulated?
1: You know, regulation can be a double-edged sword. <laughs> and, uh, but I think the reality too is, is that, uh, it depends on how the regulation comes out. Uh, I personally, you know, feel that it's always good to have some, you know, rules of the game, so to speak, that people can navigate through. I think some of the difficulty as it relates to crypto is a lot of what was, um, the impetus behind the cryptocurrency movement was, you know, decentralized finance and getting out of regulation. Um, but I do think that it starts with understanding what the applications are within it because cryptocurrency can truly serve a purpose. And, uh, and then I think once those understandings come into place, I think it'll be uh, a lot easier to, to regulate it or have some level of oversight. That's how I would maybe characterize it. Less about the regulation and more about understanding and oversight associated with it.
0: Well, thank you very much, Craig.
1: Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: You've been listening to Invest Insights. Be sure to follow, rate, and review this podcast to hear more. I'm Abby Malone. Thank you for tuning in.